0: You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Hello everybody, my name is Matthew Smith, and this is the Christ in all podcast with Chad Hunsberger. How's it going, Chad? Oh man, all is well. Excellent. Um so man It's feeling pretty special in here. <laughs> yes, it is. I know that,
1: that you listeners cannot see this. They have no
0: idea what's going on. But here. we have
1: like an official table now. Yeah, it's we with got micro microphones. microphones. I'm, I'm wearing, wearing headphones headset. for the
0: first time <laughs> that we've a, done a podcast. Yeah. This is feeling like it's a actual thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit
1: intimidating. <laughs> Yeah, uh, It started
0: no. just sitting in David's office with a microphone in front of us, yep. and now we're kind of moving on up yeah, in the world, so man. With am very thankful it, for we, them. We've thinking. always called it the studio, but <laughs> yeah. that was like a joke. <laughs> yep. because it was but now David's it feels office. like one. Yeah, now yeah. it definitely feels like an actual studio. It feels yeah. very nice. So okay.
1: thanks to... Uh, yeah. Lauren and David for making it be so yeah I think Rowdy played
0: like he yeah. destroyed a lot of stuff and <laughs> probably to make room for the space yeah. that we've got now so it's yeah. great yeah. yeah awesome um also uh we don't have a special guest this week, Chad. Oh,
1: right. We, we went uh, for a good while there.
0: Yeah, it was several episodes from the Pastors Conference episodes, those yeah. guests, and then our family discipleship team. And so uh, after several weeks... I of, think we can make it, though. You think so? Yeah, like, we can I mean, do it. We're going to go back to the old, boring format, yeah, you know? right. like where I just ask you questions, and then you answer the questions, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. We'll see how I don't it have goes. anybody else. All right. So since it's been a while, since we've actually done a, an episode like this, I figured we would start slow and just okay. kind of ease into something without any... I feel controversy, like that's not true at all. All right, so so Chad, uh, how do you feel about transgenderism? Man, how do you feel about it? Like <laughs>
1: that's not a question. Right. All right, so
0: um, so but seriously, we are yeah, going to sure. tackle that topic <laughs> okay, today. Okay. Um, And uh, so first, what really the part of this that shouldn't be any surprise to right, our listeners? Right. If you clicked on a podcast that the title is Christ and all, and you know that. We are staff members. You're a lead pastor yeah, of the Southern Baptist yeah. Church. Like our view on transgenderism shouldn't be a surprise. It may Correct. be one that lots of people in the world disagree with. Yeah, yeah. But well, so
1: okay. So yeah. I I do think that to to be clear, we believe that God has made man and woman, male and female, in the in, in His image mm-hmm. for His glory, and has designed them to be as as such. Yeah. So male he created male, female he created female and we believe that it is not then our, our responsibility or authority to change that. Right. Um so so if it, if the question is what is our stance? Mm-hmm. That is our our right. stance, our belief. I think that what is likely the follow-up question yes. is is be to the point you made that that stance is different than the vast majority of the world mm-hmm. that would the world is going to uh, culture. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Culture, not even all the world, but just the culture we live in most closely, is going to say that it should fall to the person's choice. Mm-hmm. As to how they are perceived and and how even they interact as a male or female, Um, and and therefore everything should should fall in line as such. Um, What I would, but again, so I think the follow up question is, how do we respond, knowing that that's what the culture is, right?
0: Yes, like how do we, as if we are Christians, and that is the view that we are going to hold to. How do, do we then respond to the prevailing, uh, I guess, uh, opinion of mm-hmm. the culture at large yeah. that that transgenderism is something that people should be affirming, right? right? That if you feel like if you are biologically male, but you feel as if you should be female, then prevailing culture says that we should affirm that person as a female, mm-hmm. right? And so, but if that's not what the Bible said, and it's not what we as Christians hold to, how do we respond to the culture at large?
1: Yeah. Right? I, I want to start by saying we respond to any sin. We should mm-hmm. respond to any sin with grace, right? We, we have a tendency as Christians to isolate particular sins as more significant to uh, to bother us mm-hmm. and therefore we always have to ask this question it's it's like we don't find ourselves typically asking how do you respond to someone who lies yeah how do you respond to a glutton how do you respond to a gossip we don't we mm-hmm. we talk about forgiveness in all of those scenarios, but we we don't. It's like we don't know how to respond to someone that has this differing thing from mm-hmm. us, and so uh, I, I would just start by saying we want to show grace, yeah, uh, and and kindness, right? Uh, that that's the idea is that we would win them with the kindness not that we would try to win them with some uh argument or debate on what is right mm-hmm. and wrong um i think specifically about uh the way in which uh, how much a relationship is key Yeah, uh, I, I think about you know um I- interacting with someone who i have a, a a friend that um is is transgender uh and uh, she has never changed her name yeah. um, to to a male name, but uh, I, I've always interacted with her mm-hmm. as though uh, in that way. But I have a relationship with her. She knows where I stand on that. Uh, that conversation has already happened, and so there there's some of those uh, conversations, and even the way in which we interact that adjust because of the. A relationship I have if, if I didn't and there's other people that I don't know at all or or people there's people that I like went to high school with that I'm friends with on Facebook and it it does mean it bears no fruit for me to try to get in a debate with them yeah. over a Facebook messenger on how to on, yeah. on, on what this means so um, I think we're we're displaying lots of grace Love and kindness, meaning that we're not um, like pandering them, yeah. but we're we're demonstrating that we care for them mm-hmm. and that we love them as people. Because no matter what, we believe they were made in the image of God. Right, and so uh, even if they're choosing to to do something that we would disagree with and mm-hmm. would even argue as sin we still love them. Right. Because even
0: though that they're trying to change the image of God that they were created in or distorting that in some way, they were still made in the image of God and we still have a responsibility to treat them as such. That's right.
1: Psalm 139, right? Fearfully and wonderfully made as they were made. Mm -hmm. Whatever, uh, there's only two genders, but whichever one they were, Mm. uh, they, they still are. And so we, we see that as image bearers for sure. Yeah. I, I think the, the question that, uh, So often comes from that is a practical one of how do we then respond? Because if someone that was a she is asking us to then call them a he... Mm -hmm. Uh, how do we do that? Yeah,
0: I was getting ready to ask that. You mentioned your friend who is biologically female, mm-hmm. and you referred to her as a her, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. the pronouns is a big issue Always. right now. It's a huge issue. Yeah. So what should Christians do in that regard? Yeah,
1: I, I think so much of that does rely on the relationship, mm-hmm. okay? But one thing that I have uh, been been comfortable with mm-hmm. is calling them by their, their chosen name. Okay. And I, so, so for example, uh, your name is Matthew. Mm -hmm. I've been calling you Matthew for a decade. If you came to me and said, I mean, um, can you start calling me Matt? I would say, okay, I'm going to start, I'm going to try and start calling you Matt, whatever. I'll get used to it. Changing habits, whatever. Change that habit, but I'm going to call you Matt. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of the relationship we have and because I've known you for Mm. a decade and all of those sort of things, if you came to me and said, would you start calling me Mariah, I'm probably going to have a different conversation with you than than if you came to me and I'd never met you before and you present yourself as a male, but then tell tell me that Mm. your name is Mariah, I'm probably going to only call you Mariah because
0: yeah, yeah if you've got a 10 year relationship established with this right. person who is now making this change that's a different category than right. meeting someone for the very first time that yep. is just introducing themselves right. and even if it's obvious that they are transgender right like what else are you going to call them other than what they're telling you to call yep. them yeah
1: and i uh, i just had a conversation a couple of days ago with someone who was um was was referring to a person who what was mm-hmm. transgender mm-hmm. and they were describing how, even though it was awkward at times, they continued to talk about the person's name, using the person's yeah. name, never said away he from the or she pronouns. or they, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as is preferred by mm-hmm. some, but instead really leaned into using their name. Uh, I, J.D. Greer caught some pretty big yes. flack for this mm-hmm. statement, but I would say I understand where he's coming from. He was saying in that same sort of extend grace as much as possible to someone especially that you don't have that healthy relationship with. And so extend grace by saying the name that they are asking to be called. And if you if there's an impossibility mm. that... Uh, th- th- at times you might end up calling them by the their preferred pronoun but but let me let me mm-hmm. give the, the I, I do believe that that is um, is a uh, I would ve- I would caution that. Uh, I think you use the word affirm yeah. we, we don't want to affirm that sort of lifestyle, but we also want to have room that we could engage in further conversation. Mm-hmm down the road we want to speak with truth yeah. with love right so uh, that that's why I would I would uh, gear away from using the pronoun yeah. uh, that they prefer instead of using the name that they prefer using a name that they prefer is a, a sign of kindness even if even if again even mm. using your name even if you had come and said my name's Mariah or Mary or whatever um, I think. I would, I would lean towards that out of grace, but don't just stay there. Yeah. Don't stay in a state mm-hmm. of embracing that. Instead, uh, demonstrate through kindness uh, tough conversations that would, would lead to them hearing the truth. Yeah. Um, I think a big piece when you're talking about practical things what would that tough conversation look like? I think you're going to open up to Genesis 1 and show them that they were made in the image of God. I think you're going to open up to Psalm 139 and remind them that they were uh, fearfully and wonderfully made as they were made um, I think you're going to to lean into those conversations more than you are going to try to push and fight about pronouns and those kind of things. You're going to try to explain truth to yeah. them, not just saying that they're crazy or that their mind is messed up or that they're, mm-hmm. you know, um, but instead to just help them see yeah. how God values them as as he made them to be. And uh, and yeah, there's there's confusion. And there's stuff we can talk about and discuss what that looks like, but I think a huge piece has to be uh, describing the truth mm-hmm. in a gracious, loving way.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's such a fine line to walk, mm-hmm. right? In that you want to to not like stray into, I guess, affirmation of right. that. Um, but at the, and and not go against the actual truth of how God has created them, but at the same time, do that in such a way where you're um, being graceful and compassionate towards them and leaving a door open for an opportunity to develop a relationship that is hopefully going to lead to a gospel conversation, right? Because it's the gospel that's going to affect their lives. It's not going to be your great argument about all the transgender things that people would say, right? Right. So, um, so yeah.
1: So so again, I want to be really careful uh, if you are in that situation, mm-hmm. I, I, I would probably need to know more about the situation. Yeah. To, that's what's hard about a, mm-hmm. a broad uh, podcast like this mm-hmm. is I don't know the listeners, and so I, I don't know what all they're going to say. don't know who say. they're
0: talking to or having this debate with. So and,
1: I would say um, on a practical level, use a name mm-hmm. as much as possible and um, be kind, be loving, speak truth. Don't waver into you affirming something that we don't affirm. So please hear that. Um, But at the same time, demonstrate that. Mm -hmm. uh, Don't
0: be so, like, so, I guess, truth without love. Yeah. And that that you're going to just close the door and even, maybe or likely even hardening the heart of that person Mm -hmm. towards other people who might try to share the gospel with them. That's right.
1: That's right. Um, This is most often difficult when it's someone you really love, Mm -hmm. right? So... Um, in those relationships, I think I think there is a fine line, and you've got you've got to walk that gingerly, you mm-hmm. know, very carefully. Yeah. But I think you can, and I think God's grace. And remember what you just said, Matthew was great. The gospel has power to yeah. affect them in ways that we cannot, and so we, we plead with God to do just that yeah
0: awesome all right definitely so much more that could be said on this issue right there's even even things that we haven't even gotten into or touched on with this one But we're going to go ahead and and wrap this one up maybe we'll come back to this topic later on at some point but i hope you have enjoyed this episode for for what it has been if you did please share it on social media and let other people know about it Uh, give us a rating and review on your social or your uh your podcasting app and thank you for listening Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.